everybody. Welcome back to the Price to Sell podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Campoli. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm a little out of breath. It's raining and I ran here. Um, but please, guys, don't forget to leave a nice five-star review. If you can do a six-star, that'd be great. It's not possible, but try. But today, we have another wonderful guest for you guys. It's going to be a value-packed one. We're going to talk all things luxury, all things farming. And the man we have today on the show is going to give you guys all the nuggets. We have Mr. Adam Weiner, thank you for coming. It's Weiner. Weiner. You've ruined everything. I ruined everything, guys, but we're not going to restart. <laughs> no, I think it's actually great. I think it it's is a good great. way to start. Yeah. So I'm cool with the pivot. Good for you. Is yes. that okay? Yeah. yeah it's okay. You get it a lot? Although, I'll, yeah, my whole life. My whole so life. Yeah. it's okay. All my friends call me. So you're Weiner. not going to hate me. So it's kind of like a love slash, yeah. like if they ever want to like get at you, that like they, they tweak it. So it's like yeah. it comes across like, yeah. And my younger child does want to change her last name right now. But okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, she came home last week and she's like, yeah, yeah, dad, like I don't like her last name. We got to do something about it. So you like me? We're okay? Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay, we're good. thank God. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, let's give everyone a little bit of a brief intro okay. into who Mr. Adam Weiner is and uh, a little bit about, about your backstory, and then we'll dive into it. Sure, sure. I mean, so I've been doing this for um, touching 17 years now. Um, I've been always with the same company, with Harvey Callis Real Estate. Um, it's funny, like growing up, you know, the branding does work. I grew up in... Uh, Midtown Toronto in, in Lytton Park area, um, so like Avenue Road, Lawrence neighborhood, and it was a brand that I always, you know, identified with. Just one of those growing up, you always saw the name, you're like, wow, like they always do this like cool kind of you know luxury boutiquey vibe. Mm -hmm. And when I got my license, it was the only place that I pretty much approached, and I've been with them the entire time. It's it's a great, it's a it's a lovely family run uh, business, and. Um, when I first got started, I was working independently, kind of on my own, doing a lot of open houses. I was really hustling a lot. I would do an open house in the morning, do an open house in the afternoon. I was like really grinding, door knocking and stuff. And um, again, six, 17 years ago almost, um, um, an, an agent who was a prominent agent at Harvey Callis at the time, he took a liking to me and saw a lot of uh, you know promise and took me into his team. So I was with, and I ended up turning into like a, you know, a great partnership for many years. So I was um, with them for about uh, almost 10 years, 10, 11 years, I think it was. Okay. And, you know, over time, you know, I grew my own brand. I was always very cautious to have a brand on a team, the Callus brand. But what I also was always doing, which is, again, we're all branding ourselves, as mm -hmm. I'm sure you know. So I always sort of kept my side hustle, you know, present. And over the years, you know, I started growing my brand, my business to the point where, you know, I, I liked that environment, but I felt I could add a lot by by you know jumping off and just doing my own thing. Yep. And uh, I started um, my own team about four years ago now. And we've, it's been a, an amazing thing. Like we've doubled in our business mm -hmm. and we have a great little group with, it's like very family oriented and we just, you know, get along. Like, and we, we have a really like pretty simple um, uh, moniker, which is, you know, like be nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're just like, we're very, very, very big on service. And we love what we do. We're very passionate about it. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, the name, I mean, you guys are is reputable. Before we met or even booked you on the podcast, I've known about you. Okay. So that says something. Oh, that's right? very cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you crush it in luxury. Mm -hmm. uh, do you focus on a certain price point or do you kind of take in everything? Not really, yeah. And that's the thing. People, it's funny. I, I get that quite often when people hear Callus. And we do, listen, I do have listings that are upwards of $10 million. Mm -hmm. um, we do, we trade $10 million, but... I'm a huge believer, and again, you know, some of the wealthiest people I've ever seen come into a room and they're dressed like schlubs. Like you just don't know who you're dealing with, and Very I don't true. think that's a smart thing in business to ever, you know, count people's dollars. 
Um, so people do have approached me in the past that, oh, you know, are you only a million up? Absolutely not. Because, you know, a young person today who I'm selling a $600,000 condo mm -hmm. might be working on an IPO and in ten, five years they're doing amazingly well. So no, I, I just, I'm, I'm a big believer that service is service across the board and what that person is today, they might have a parent, whatever. Like it's just, it's, it's, I think the referral network just, you know, is based on itself and the dollars come secondary. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. I, I mean, it's just like, you know, you're, you're servicing tenants in the beginning of your career Yep. and those tenants become some of your biggest buyers down yep. the road, you know? Yep. So well, I like that. Yeah, we actually have a, a junior, like an agent who just started this year. She's working with us and she's actually, she's been focused mainly on leasing just to get her feet wet. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because she says to me, she's like, a lot of people I'm dealing with right now, they want to buy, but they're in between houses. A couple of them are going through divorces, you know, different stages in life. And it, that's exactly, and I said, like, cultivate these relationships, put them into where they want to be, watch what happens in a year or two because it will it. turn into sales. Yeah, it's so true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. I wanted, I want to dive into luxury okay. um, generally first. So just, to, you know, again, like our audience is mainly other real estate agents out there or uh, even people interested in the luxury space. But how do you find yourself diving into uh, that sort of market? Um, I think it came over years of just building and cultivating like sort of an, a name and a brand. And, and again, we're focused, well, I'm focused primarily in one area of the city. So it's central mm -hmm. Toronto. Yep. We do have listings here and there in different pockets. Like we just had one in Thornhill, um, but... Again, it's mostly central Toronto, so Lytton Park, Lawrence Park, Bedford Park, um, Forest Hill we do as well. But for my trajectory, I originally focused on builders, actually, infill. So it's funny, as I'm sitting here with you, I'm looking at those houses right now, and I'm like, I'm going to call them right now. Yeah. Because I see houses under construction, and to me, that's that's my language. So mm -hmm. I, started in, I started in this business, and what I did was I always targeted builders. Mm -hmm. um, because the other person I used to work with as well, like had a very good hookup in the builder community. So I right away sort of segued into that and I've cultivated a lot of relationships of of people who are building higher end properties. Mm -hmm. And then what's happened is over the years, a lot of them built, sold, did well, and they've graduated into higher neighborhoods. So for example, a lot of affluent builders who did well in Avenue or Lawrence, or it was called a cricket club, mm -hmm. or Bedford Park, they then went into Lytton Park and then into Forest Hill. Mm -hmm. So clients of mine who used to be building two, $3 million homes, um, now we have houses that are coming up that are 20 plus million dollars. And that's again, just sort of riding the wave with them as they're growing their career. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. So, and then from that, when you're having new construction houses, organically what happens is, again, we have listings. People call us. They're looking to sell their houses, and the ball just kind of rolls. Love it. Yeah. It's really that simple. Yeah. Just but, nation down. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. But again, it's, you know, a lot of people who start in the business, I say to them, like, you have to have, um, I was saying this to you on the phone earlier when we spoke, like, it's it's a long, long time mm -hmm. to cultivate this, and it's a, it's a serious grind, yes. right? Because, again, these deals don't just happen. People see listings, they go, oh, you're luxury, you're luxury. Well, yeah, 17 years later. Yeah, of course. Right? <laughs> you know? yeah. So it doesn't happen in one day for people to have also the confidence and the trust to call me, right? Yeah. And they, because they, we have now a track record of, of houses that we've sold at that level. Exactly. Right. I feel like just real estate in general, people see the TV shows or maybe 2021 and they're like, oh, I'll become a real estate agent. I can make a ton of money. I do a couple yep. of deals a year. You know, yep. it's like that quick. They want that quick fix. Yes. But it's not the case at all. No, and it's funny. We have a we had a, a we had a, a moment a year, two year, a year and a half, two years ago, where again, when the market was crazy, crazy, and I had so many people calling me. You know, and we we had a moment where I could have like blown up my team to like 40, 50 agents and become almost like a brokerage. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that most people calling me, and it, it all came from a good place. 
they again, to your point, they didn't understand what's behind it. They're just like, oh, I got my license. I'm finishing school. Hey, you're like a, a top guy. Can you, we come work with you? And I was like, well, do you understand what that entails? And then once they realized what it was, or we would put them under the umbrella of Callus to see what happens, 99% of them, I just don't hear from again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. just, there's just a huge, you know, uh, attrition of people who fall off. Yeah. It's, well, it's like the stat, again, uh, fact check me here, but it's like 5% to 95% of the business, right? I would say for sure. If not, if not, if not even more. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like honestly. Um, so now 2023, mm -hmm. obviously we're in a shifty market, a lot of challenges out there. How do you find luxury space? Um, difficult. Um, I think that the money is there. Definitely. There's no question about the money hasn't changed. There is a little bit of a, a change. And when I say it's money, it's not liquid money. So clients who are higher end call it luxury. And we're talking 5 million plus in, in, in that space. Um, a lot of people's, um, stock portfolios have shrunk. So on paper, they're worth a little bit less uh, mm -hmm. so, to some clients. Um, but that being said, you know these are still fairly affluent buyers who can buy. The other part of the coin, the other part of this is people know value. So buyers are not dumb, especially you know at any at any at any price. But especially as you're getting up, you know, into these uh, higher echelons, they're watching the market. So when a good value proposition comes, it sells. Like we've sold a couple of houses in the last week that are four million dollars plus which is a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. And um, when, at one of them that came on the market, we actually had it tied up a day before it came to MLS because we knew at $4.5 million, one of them, that it was such a good buy, you had to get it, right? Yeah. Like, so, and our clients got that. Mm -hmm. So good houses at whatever prices still sell. Yeah, but if you're just picking a number in the sky, no, it's got to it's got to be properly priced in this market. Yeah, like the pie in the sky COVID pricing, which was working at the time, um, just it's not it's not it's not applicable anymore. For sure. Yeah. And are you using any tactics? You know, to go a bit, a little bit over and above, uh, above and beyond. Let's say to acquire these buyers, uh, extra efforts in marketing. Well, marketing actually comes back to like you guys, like um, you know, our marketing side of of our team, like Kyle, who was kind enough to like source you guys out and find and see what you're doing. Like we're trying to sort of grow our um, exposure in your world, which I mm -hmm. thought I find to be fascinating because I was I was saying to you briefly on the phone before, like how I'm I look at myself as kind of like I know. Um, I look at you guys and I think you're, I'm your age, but I'm not, I'm older now. I'm like, oh my God, it happened so fast. Like I'm, I'm in my, you know, mid late forties now. And I realized that I was brought up on a little bit of a different system of like, didn't have the social media, didn't have that outreach that you guys have. And so we're trying to now cultivate a little bit more of that sexy online presence mm -hmm. to bring in more comfort and more of a brand with our clients Yes, to feel more comfort where we have the old school that we do like the like tons and tons of flyers to houses and like newspaper ads and stuff but that's all shifting now into into your space yeah yeah which and is, well let's jump right into that now because that's yeah. something we wanted to talk about is the the combination of the two yeah because um you can go you know balls to the wall on social media mm -hmm. post all these things and you know but you're doing no deals Right. Well, we had a, we had an, we actually did an audit a couple of years ago. We had a company that actually came in mm -hmm. and audited my business to say like, okay, where are we getting hits from? Cool. And the problem is with, yeah, it was really, it was a really cool exercise actually. And the thing is with realtors is you can't quantify. It was really, it was, we spent a lot of money, like tens of thousands of dollars on like nothing, mm -hmm. but the nothing said to me, the old doesn't necessarily like fully work. The new doesn't work. It's a combination of yes. both. So for example, we send out close to 30,000 flyers every three weeks. Mm -hmm. We have off and on ads, our own personal ads in the Globe and Mail, which is a huge, you know, pay, huge paper in Toronto. And um, 
we have billboards, we have bus shelters. Like we really are our own company. Yeah. Like we're a brand within a brand. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to quantify where that comes from, where the leads come from. Yeah. We don't know. Mm -hmm. So when people call us, it's, oh, I got your flyer. Oh, oh, I see you here. Or, oh, your name was down the street on a house. Like you, you were on the front of a house, like on a lawn. Yeah. So it, it comes from all over the place. It's not one thing. Are you it, tracking that? Like, are you are you organizing it? Like, were we, those touch yeah, points? Yeah, we, we do. We mm -hmm. do. But again, it's hard to... It's hard to audit every single one um, because agents that we work with are getting called from from different spots. Yes, yeah. but I get a lot of things like well, like what you said to me just a minute ago when we first started. Go, oh, I knew who you were, and how do you how do you know who I am? Yeah, I'm just asking, like, how do you know who I am? Because you because you do you look online on Instagram? Do you know me from seeing my listings? Do you know me from Instagram? Like that's funny because you're an Instagram guy. Yeah, have you seen my name before? Where where driving is driving through? Yeah, so there like you go. The signs. That's what, okay. But your name in a combination with the Harvey Callis. Yeah, mesh as well. Okay, it's just you know that combination of the two. That's what I've noticed. Okay, especially driving through your pockets, and then yeah, Instagram. And it was and it's, it's, it's and I say this all the time too. I preach this all the time too. It's like the it's like the trifecta. It's like those. I'm sure you farm. You know. Yeah. yeah. But big, big time. Subconsciously, I'll see it driving. And then I'll, I will um, actually take it in on the social media when I see it again, right? Okay, yeah. Because it just rings a bell. Yeah. And I'm putting a face to that name. I drive through again and I'm like, no, now I know exactly who you are yeah. on the sign. So it's like that, the, the combination, those touch points, just like, you know, the bus shelter, the billboards, yep. the, the flyers, yep. you know, they get tossed out. Subconsciously, they see the name and then they see you again on their way to work, right? And that's why these clips with what you guys are doing are so important. Um, you know, it's funny, I actually want to credit, you know, um, you know, aside from, you know, Michael Callis has been wonderful in trying to help me bring our team into like this next phase of what, like what you guys are doing. But you know, how we actually got into Instagram was actually from Adam Stern, um, who, um, you know, uh, runs uh, Rare. Rare, yep, Rare. Course, he's yeah. a good friend of mine. Yeah. He actually used to work at Callis and great guy. And um, he got actually myself and my wife, who does a lot of our media, a bunch of years ago. He's like, you know, you got to do social media. And we're like, what are you talking about? Mm. And we first looked at him. We were like, I, I didn't get it. She didn't get it. And it was just when we were starting our own team. And we spent the first couple of years off of what he was doing, trying to start it. And then we realized it's turned into this like, whoa, where now we have, you know, 15,000 daily viewers ourselves that are just watching it. Plus we have a couple of other accounts between our whole team. We have probably 25,000 people, which is great yep. on a daily, it, it, but it's, it's a really, really, really important tool that people are watching every day and you don't yeah. even realize they're watching it, but they are. Yeah. Right. That's the part, that's the part that I don't get. I meet people randomly. I'm sure you get this all the time. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I see you on Instagram. And you're like, Oh, okay, great. And like, you have, like yeah, you don't have no say. idea. Yeah. You're kind of like, Oh, okay. It's kind of awkward, but yeah, it's great. Yeah. But it's just, it's part of the branding, right? It is. It yeah. is. Adam's a genius, by the way. Smart guy. No, he's uh, great. He's yeah. great. I, I miss him. I, I kept yelling at him to come back to Calus, but he had, you know, he had, he had things to do in his own trajectory. Yeah. But, of course. Uh, yeah. Like again, he had a, a very singular, like a very good vision of just sort of how to bring that audience in, which I thought was, which I thought was really important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think people, a lot of people got lost in the sauce a little bit, maybe the past couple of years with just the social media. Yeah. Um, I think if you want to continue to grow in this year, you really it, like you could have carried yourself in 2021 just by being on social media because things were selling themselves and things were easy and everyone was active. Right. Yeah. Now, if you know, you take, you drop everything down by like 50% in terms of activity, you got to go out there and do all the daily activities again, you know? Yeah. Well, and I was laughing at someone the other day and I was saying, you know, this is the year of like everyone two years ago, I would lose listings to like someone's uncle's cousin's sister's brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I remember still there was like a, a, a client of mine who literally gave it 
to their daughter, and it was a very expensive house. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, how dare you? How, you know, like, look at me, I'm the best kind yes. of thing, you know, whatever, Just joking around. But of course, you know, with, with some reality, and I was like, I'm showing you all the numbers that we sell, and you're giving it to like a kid? Yeah. She sold the house. Mm -hmm. So there's, of course. <laughs> like, a week yeah. later, I was like, oh my God, she sold his house. Of course. We were, you know, so we were like doubled over, like, oh my God, screw my life. Yeah. And uh, no, it was, we realized like that is just changing now. You can't just sell anything. There has to be, you have to add, like there has to be an ad value. You have to offer something like, how are you going to sell the house? So you have to be able to speak intelligently about the house, the neighborhood, the sales in the neighborhood, what else is sold, what else is coming. Like you've got to have, and that's again why I'm a big believer in focusing on an area yeah. because I can take you down one uh, pretty much any street in my pocket. Yeah. And I know every house. Yes. Right. So I can speak intelligently about literally every property in the area. Yeah. I think that's super powerful. Yeah. I, and I think it's the smartest thing to do is to niche down. And it, it's, I feel like it's less stressful too because you already just have that bank of knowledge ready to go at all times, yeah. you know, versus yeah. having to just like, okay, let me, get, let me try and get a listing here now. Let me wait for the next listing here now. It's like you're just the guy. So I love that. Yeah. Can we get into farming a little bit? Sure. Sure. Um, what are some some of the things you do to really excel in your area? Um, okay, so we we've we've tried everything. We've tried like um, the door hanger things. We tried like huge uh, folders where we fold over um, like booklets, stuff like that. We've done we've done everything, but we found that again, a lot of people, um, to our experience and from our research, has shown us. It's, it's mostly throwaways on the farming side of things. Yep. So what we're doing now is just volume. So our newest approach is just like like relentless volume. And it's every three weeks. We have three weeks, Kyle, three, four weeks. Yep. We have a card. Like he just approved a card a couple of days ago that I just got the the, the proof for. And it goes out to, I think, 20, 25,000 houses every three weeks without fail. But this is, again, been going on for years. Yeah. We also rotate my billboards. We have like a, for example, a billboard that rotates at a popular corner um, at Avenue and Lawrence, we have another one on Young Street, we have another one on uh, Avenue further up. We're just, again, very singular, like in looking at one neighborhood. And then I bleed out of that pocket here and there, mm -hmm. but I always keep like that same annoying, uh, you know, like it's, it's, it's persistent. Like I met yeah. people yesterday, she's like, oh my God, I've been seeing you for years. I'm like, exactly. Yes. That's the point. Right? Exactly. So when you think real estate, you, it's like, it, you, I looked at it as, um, yeah, Coca-Cola, McDonald's brand. Yeah. Like when you're thinking a burger, you think the golden arches. Exactly. So the same thing with real estate. Love but it. it. But it's time. It's all about time. It is, it is. Yeah. And consistency. Yeah. And are you guys doing any form of like cold calling, door knocking? At the no, same and time? that's actually a weakness of of mine and ours is I actually I've been I've been sometimes I, I think I'm too nice to our group in terms of like laying down the lawn being that like driver. Mm -hmm. And I actually we had a meeting two days ago and I I'm actually gonna start implementing like mandatory door knocking, I think, for our team. Cool. Like we have to be proactive. And look, we I'm very lucky, you know, we were number three in Toronto last year. So mm -hmm. we did like big numbers. It was really amazing. Yeah. So I'm really only looking up to two agents above me mm -hmm. who are in the tier just above us. So um how do you keep that pipeline going and growing? You've got to be proactive. You have yeah. to be. You have to be hustling. Like you can't just sit, sit in your laurels to be aggressive and do these kind of numbers. And we're nuts too. Like we're not. Like we're not normal. Like I. I'm not normal in terms yeah. of like what I'm doing. Yeah. Like you know, you have to have that drive to be at the level that we sustain. Yeah. Otherwise, you can still do a lot of deals, but to get the constant pipeline and keep it going, you've got to be very, very, very proactive. Yeah, and abnormal. Yes, 
Honestly, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind like of a prerequisite. Like, it's kind of like a like an, it's it's a bit of an OCD thing. Yes, where like mm-hmm. I'll lose I'll lose a listing. Yeah, and like I'll get upset. Yeah, and then people are like, "You're an idiot. You have like a million listings." Yeah. and I'm like, "You don't understand. Yeah, I wanted that listing. You know, how yeah. dare they not give it to me? Exactly. But again, that's kind of that comes with the passion of it. That's a, that's a you thing. know, if you're not passionate about it and you don't breathe and live it, like I say to people all the time, they, a, a lot of people just see the glamour and kind of like what you know what a lot of I think what, what you do is great and gives people that like overview of it, but they don't see that daily madness of it. Yeah. Right. Of like what really actually goes into it. And it's, it's nuts. I know. It's and nuts. it's not, it's, it's not pretty. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not, not pretty. I know it's so, kind of funny. So when I see yeah. like these, I see like, it's, I think it's more like in the States and stuff. I see all these like, you know, it's again, Instagram's a crazy vehicle, but I see like, uh, you know, clips from like people in their Lamborghinis and their big fancy watches yeah. and they're like the realtor. And I'm kind of like, like what? Yeah. Like I don't even, like, I, I don't get it. Like I don't, I don't find what we do glamorous at all. Yeah. I just think it's like, it's, it's a great job. We love it because we love dealing with people, but it's a grind. It's like a hardcore grind. It is. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun grind, but yeah, yeah it's like, you know, what, what you're like, you're like the doctor without a PhD in anything. Yes. Right. So like at four o'clock in the morning on a Saturday and your phone rings, you got to take that call. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. That rush. Yes. Um, so we're getting to the end here. Sure. I always like to leave off with uh, the hot topic. You know, you have a ton of experience, a ton of knowledge. Love to get your take on the current market and your predictions for 2023, maybe going into 2024. Um, buy real estate. No brainer. Yeah. No brainer. Um, the city is amazing. You know, it's, I just went to, I uh, hadn't been there in about 20 years. I went to New York uh, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't been ages since I was a kid, like, you know, young adult. And it just blew my mind. You know, you get off the, you know, you, you walk into like downtown, like central, um, uh, uh, what is it called? Central, uh, Mad- what's Manhattan? It? No, like the, the main square. Um, central Park? Cent- not central. Oh my God. Times Square. Times Square. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like central square time. But my point is you get down to that and those pockets, like I've never seen so many people in my life. Yes, yes. Like it was so mm-hmm. overwhelming. It took me a few days to like, sort of like... Uh, De, de, you know, decompress from that situation. And yeah. I come back to Toronto, I'm like, oh my God, we're like a really small city mm-hmm. and we're crazy multicultural. Mm-hmm. From a world perspective, we're a very safe, very attractive place to live. Our Canadian dollar is fairly inexpensive. We're super cheap next to Hong Kong, LA, New York, you know, many cities um, over in, 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 um, in China, London, England, like we're cheap. Yeah. You know, when I sell condos and they're a thousand dollars a foot, um, you know, there was a funny story last year where Harvey Callis, uh, like Callis paged out a recent sold and it was like a $24 million sale on Bridal Path. It was like biggest sale ever. Right. And my friend came back from England and she was like, she was like, that was the stupidest page ever. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I have row townhouses behind where I live in, uh, Kensington uh, gardens in London, England. Mm-hmm. Each one is 20 million pounds. Yeah. Pounds. Like, yeah. Pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my, like, so we don't even realize yeah. it's, I, I think Toronto has a ton of growth left. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I was in New York. I did um, met some guys on Sirhan. Oh yeah, I did some oh, right. tours. Right, right, right. Okay. And uh, well, he has a two hundred and fifty million dollar listing. Yeah, I saw that. That's that like pie in this that crazy pie in the sky. Ridiculous. But who's unless you're like the sheik of Kuwait? Like who's buying? I, that? I think just the sheik of Kuwait. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. or the sheik's cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it's a small buyer pool, probably two. Yeah, I don't population know. Or, or of two. like an oligarch of some sort. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, the people like. Did you see I, that unit? Do you actually go see it? No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I okay. was in another one in the um, the Trump Tower. Is like fifteen point five. Okay. Pretty cool. Okay. Nothing like crazy. Like it was it was a nice unit, but like okay. fifteen point five here is gonna get you something ridiculous. But again, you know? in a condo in a mm-hmm. condo exactly. fifteen point five because we don't have that we don't have that built up yet like New York does. Um, fifteen point five in a condo. There's there's 
I, I even know which buildings. There's like two or three. You can even barely get 10. Yeah. So $15 million is like, and they sell US. them there. I know. They sell them there <laughs> like candy. Yeah. Right? Like candy. Yeah, so, exactly. So when you're dealing with central Toronto properties, like, you know, even houses that I'm selling are getting to $15, $20 million. It's a lot for our market, but it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. Yeah. So, so I wanted to get your take on um, with the current rates and everything. Do you have any predictions as to maybe when you think the market might come back? Uh, I, I, I read a lot about um, what happened before my time uh, in the 1980s with mm-hmm. the interest rates being at 12, 13, 14%, where it was really nuts. Yeah. And it's funny, I saw a clip the other day um, about how it was like a positive um, news clip about how rates, when they got to 14%, people were really happy. And I was like, oh my gosh, like imagine if our rates were right now at 14%, people would be like running in the streets, you know, setting things on fire kind of thing, yeah. right? So I don't know, uh, some of my clientele who are in the banking world have told me, uh, indicators are depending on what happens with the states. Unfortunately, their jo- unfortunately, well, their job markets just came back with good results. So their inflation is it, it has to do with inflation. Yep. Um, their job markets are still holding inflation high. I'm told our rates will start to come down later this year. Yeah. But the but part is it depends what happens south of the border. Yeah. Um, and I don't think <coughs> rates being are what they are. If you go back 12, 10, 12, 13 years ago, that's what they were. Yeah. No, I think people are 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 having a little bit of COVID brain mm-hmm. where COVID obviously messed with all of us, but um, the rates were so low, people got very obviously attracted to them and people don't like having anything taken away. So those weren't normal rates. Those yeah. were rates set to keep the market frothy. Yeah. Right? That's what that was. Agreed. A lot of media, a lot of psychology. Yeah, a lot of media and a lot of negative publicity. And when, mm-hmm. when clients come to me and you know they're nervous and their rate changes, I think we're actually at a fairly stable uh, rate right now. Even if it went up another half point point, it's still a very healthy market. Yeah. It's not going to um, have our market drop off a cliff. You know, if it goes up 5% more. And again, the Canadian bank knows this. If they raise it 3 4% more, they will create a massive recession. So yeah. they're not going to do that. Yeah. They're not going to do that. I agree. I do agree. And most people that come on kind of have that same outlook. So I think, uh, but you're right, man, buy now. I really like, yeah. I've just seen it like the last, I was laughing with someone a couple days ago. <laughs> there was like a house on a street that we sell like in Lytton Park and it's probably worth, I don't know, $6 million now, six and a half million dollars. And I sold it actually 15 years ago for $2.5 million. And I still remember, I was like, back then I was like $2.5 million. I was like, I was like that's a lot of money. And now $2.5 million, you're like, in certain areas, you can't buy a tent. Yeah, I know. Like, you're like, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Some of these clients come to me and they're like, oh, I have a budget of like $2 million in these locations. I'm like, I can't help you. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I really, there's still a ton more growth in this city. Yeah, they, people just got to zoom out a little more. Yeah. Perspective, right? Looking back and things like that helps to yeah. justify things a little further. Yeah, totally. But uh, you've been awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. There's a lot of fun. Yeah, of course, of, of course. And uh, maybe we'll have a price to sell shot on the new billboard. So it'd be like us, like oh, with I the like mailman. That. Oh, I like that. With on your new billboard. With random drop-ins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Cool. But your new fans, where can they find you? My my sorry? Your new fans. My new fans where can you they find you? You have new fans right now. Oh, amazing. Where can they find? Yeah. Um like on Instagram. Oh, Instagram, yeah. Yeah. Instagram. What's your handle? Um, I don't know. Adam Weiner, I believe. Okay. Right? Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm terribly um, horrible at all things electronic. I can barely turn on my phone. But <laughs> I have a great support team. <laughs> so we're going to drop all your links in the, Hence, in the... Going back to like, I'm the old guy. Yeah. Try to come hang out with you guys. Yes. Outsourcing. Yes. He knows. Outsourcing. He understands. Yes. Well, to everyone out there, thank you as always for tuning in. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share with every single one of your family members and the Sheik of Kuwait. And 
We will see you. Or their cousin. (laughs) And if they do go and buy that $250 million listing, call us so we get the referral. But we'll see you on the next one. Peace. (laughs) 